welcome to the Nonprofit Tech Podcast. This week on the podcast, we talk about the upcoming online conference for small staff associations hosted by the American Society for Association Executives, also known as ASAE. My name is Justin Berniski, and I'm here today with Irving Washington, the Deputy Director of Online News Association, and Brian Kirkland, Senior Director of Learning at ASAE. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. So today we're here primarily, we want to talk a little bit about an upcoming event. Uh, and Brian, I'm going to kick it over to you to kind of set the stage here because I feel like you uh, have a much better sense of this event uh, and giving us a little bit of history. Sure thing. So uh, I've actually been managing the online conference for small staff associations for ASAE since 2009. Um, and way back when, when we first started this, really the idea behind the conference was to offer an event specifically for associations that have 10 full-time staff members or less. And the reason why we chose to do it online because, well, number one, there's the cool factor. We wanted to really, uh, there wasn't a lot of online conferences at that time, so we wanted to get a little bit ahead of the curve. And then uh, we also wanted to offer it online because we wanted to give associations that don't have big budgets the opportunity to get the same content that we would offer at a face-to-face conference, but from the comfort of, of their own uh, office or uh, home office, whatever whatever the case is. Yeah, that's I think that's you know a really key thing for small staffs. Uh, Irving, what is your role in the conference, and what do you see as the purpose of kind of the small staff conference? Sure. Well, and I think it'd be helpful too to give a little bit of my background is that I have um, only worked for small staff associations in my career in associations, so I'm intimately familiar with the um, benefits and some of the challenges working for a small staff, um, and I'm also an active ASAE member. So my role in this conference is serving as the chair, and uh, we have a great committee of uh, eight to ten folks that are on the small staff committee of ASAE, and uh, we're putting together, along with Brian and other ASAE staff members, we're put, really putting together the content um, for the conference. That's So when you're thinking about this, who are you thinking, imagining in your mind is going to be attending? What's going to be, you're, you're putting together content, obviously it's online, uh, how is that a little bit different, and then, you know, who are you thinking about in, in that sense, who do you think should be attending? Sure, I think the, um, the important part of this is obviously the, the dem- demographic of being a small staff. Uh, working for a small staff, we have really unique challenges, and it's great to be mixed with um, people from medium-sized and large staff associations, but sometimes there's just needs that are specific to small staff. Obviously, resources being one of those, and you'll hear the phrase, small staff members wear many hats probably a billion times if you talk to any small staff member. So when designing a conference for this, uh, I think it's very important to keep in mind a lot of the restraints and challenges that small staff um, associations face, but we're still in the marketplace, um, you know, trying to serve our members in the best way that we know how, so we still need those resources and the tools to help us become better association professionals and also make our organizations better. Okay. So, I mean, when you're attending one of these events, you know, how do you, Brian, maybe I kick this over to you a little bit, but the, with a lot of associations, they're not focused on technology, they're not um, thinking about technology, like it's, they're not associations that are specifically, their members aren't tech people. So why should they be thinking about this sort of tech-focused small staff conference? Well, I think it comes back to the overall topic of the conference, which is disrupt, challenge, do. And the reason why we are saying this is because no matter what your position is in the world, no matter, you know, how tech-savvy or not tech-savvy your members are, 
you still have to be thinking about this kind of stuff because if you're not thinking about it now, 10 years from now, five years from now, two years from now, who knows when it's going to be, some of these cha these changes that are coming down the road really quickly are, are just, you're, you're going to be left in the dust. So, I mean, what would you think that someone going, attending the conference, who again isn't necessarily thinking about technology, what is going to be their takeaway in that sense? Well, that's the, the great thing about this conference is that it's not simply tech. Uh, this is covering pretty much every functional area of association management. So technology is a big piece, but you also have governance, uh, you, you have membership, um, education, uh, just a, a lot of different functional areas that, that are all going to be covered. Um, and it's, it's the sort of thing that if you're not necessarily into a session, there's probably someone on your staff that would be. So uh, the executive director might be really interested in the governance sessions, but then uh, the person on staff that's really more in charge of tech initiatives, uh, that person can attend tech sessions. That makes sense. So, I mean, Irving, you've been at small staff associations. You've been working there. Time is always such a challenge. Why should someone at a small staff association make time for this kind of conference? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think that's one of the things that uh, you have to really prioritize. It's, it's sort of a catch-22. Small staffs, we have few resources in little time, but we need probably the most resources um, to really figure out what's the best way to do our jobs better. So I really think it's a, um, a level of prioritization you have to do. And one of the key benefits, I think, from this being an online conference, if you don't have time, is if you don't actually have to leave your office which I think is great. And I know Brian has mentioned before that sometimes small staff has really made this a team activity where you actually could bring your staff member throughout the day to watch the conference. Another good thing is that the schedule is really split apart during the day where usually when you're going to the conference, it's a really a full-time commitment. You're there all day. You may have evening events to do. We really designed the schedule so you can kind of break it out in parts of your day and actually still get some work done um, since we do have limited amounts of time. And I'll also add to that, uh, we do record the sessions, and they are available for up to 90 days after the conference is ended on demand. So anytime you want to watch them, you're able to. Oh, that's nice. That is good to know. I know the top you mentioned, uh, Brian, that the focus is disruption, and that it feels very abstract. Um, uh, Irving, could you, you know, help sort of maybe make that a little less abstract for us, understand you know, for small staff associations, so much of what they're focused on is just getting by day to day. How, explain mm -hmm. why disruption is so key for them to be thinking about. Well, one of the things we, reason why we picked disruption, I think was very intentional. One, it's, it, you're right, it is abstract and also is a buzzword right now um, in terms of what exactly does that mean? And I think the best example of that is um, really our opening keynote speaker, um, Holly Duckworth. And we intentionally picked her for a good reason is because uh, the key words right now are disruptions and change and all these things you have to do. She's really going to kick conference with starting, why are you disrupting, why are you changing, um, really taking a look at your mission, vision, and goals and seeing if those things line up. And sometimes technology will play a large part in that. Um, one of the things with small staff is, again, because of time and resources, we can sometimes just continually do the same things over and over again. Um, you know, the sacred cow programs, how we operate, how we do our strategy. At the end of the year, we all sit and meet and we do a strategy for the year. Um, and, and that's really it. And I think um, times are changing, our members are changing, our customers are changing, where you really have to be more agile and nimble. And so one of the reasons why we picked disruption is that it really needs to be a concept that you're embracing in terms of really testing the assumptions that you have of why you do what you do 
more than just an annual basis and really make that a part of your culture of the organization. That makes a lot of sense. I think it's often, you know, getting stuck in a rut. Uh, it's always good to get those external ideas. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I think in small staff, again, you're a lot of times you're just happy you pulled it off. So to think of a new way to doing things, um, you know, that's hard to do, particularly when you're just you're just getting by, um, you know, day to day. It's particularly on the time and the resource factor. So um, you know, I think the way that our world now. Um, is changing where we just don't have the luxury of not doing that anymore. I just think you have to really develop a more agile approach in everything that you're doing. That's true, yeah. The, I, technology, I feel like, is constantly changing, and even for people who are constantly paying attention to it, it's a challenge. Um, I think, you know, Brian, we, you talked a little bit about there's a, a range of topics that we're gonna are going to be covered here. But if I'm a, an executive director and I've got three staff and I'm outsourcing my IT, would this conference still appeal to me? I mean, should I still care about what's going to be going on here? Absolutely. I mean, even if you're outsourcing your IT, uh, you're not letting the your IT partner necessarily drive the 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 the, uh, the strategy um, or or the or the vision or the overall mission of what you're trying to do. Uh, what this conference uh, is going to help someone uh, from this type of organization do is is get that strategy um, and there's going to be some tactical elements to it obviously but I think what you're getting is an overall umbrella to uh, to figure out what your next steps are and then that can help you uh, in your relationship with with your IT vendor. And just to kind of add on piggyback on what Brian was saying too we actually do have a session on outsourcing I think one of the keys with small staff is you're outsourcing uh, folks that you work with they really become a partners I think partnerships and relationships when you're a small staff are critically important, um, again, because of the resource factor. So anyone that you choose to work with in an outsourcing relationship, it's probably different than a large staff an association where you really are a partner hand-in-hand -hand with a small staff team because they're relying on what you do so much. So we do actually have a session on how do you go about selecting the right um, person or vendor that you're outsourcing, what does that relationship look like, and helping small staff association professionals figure that out. All right. So most conferences I go to, I, you know, at the very least, I get to walk away with a bunch of pens or maybe some, you know, uh, stress balls or something, maybe, a couple, you know, a gift bag or something. Obviously, it's an online conference. Uh, for someone who hasn't attended an online conference or just or someone who's coming back, what, is, what do you expect them to be? I think we kind of touched on this a little bit, but, uh, you know, can you kind of set the stage for that experience and what someone should really expect to, to get out of it? Sure. Well, I, there's obviously there's the tactics, there's the strategy. We we touched on that a little bit in the last question, but I think what what you really take away from this also is the experience. When you think online conference, you think you might think webinars. Your brain might go there, and you think just listening, you know, to someone drone on and on for for an hour. But uh, our platform is extremely. Uh, interactive, where there's there's a live chat that's going on uh, throughout the entirety of every session that, that occurs, and that's a we we saw it last year in particular. That was a place where attendees were able to to strike up conversations, uh, not only to ask questions of of the speakers, but also to challenge what they were saying. Um, it, it's it, it's something you don't actually see a whole lot in a face to face setting. Um, because there's a little bit of that that anonymity that, that goes along with online. So uh, our attendees were really really willing to, to just um, 
challenge what what they were hearing. So and and that would strike up more conversations in the chat room. So I mean, we we had a situation where it, at the end of the conference, um, our attendees requested to have those chat logs uh, because they were they had so much valuable information. Um, and in some cases, we had chat logs that were 15, 20 pages long, just teeming with with great information and, and uh, you know takeaways and links and products and I mean everything you can think of. So I think that that's the biggest value of this. It, it gives you the the ability to not leave your your office, but uh, you're still able to make really valuable connections with other association executives that are facing a lot of the same thing, same things you are. And this actually came from an attendee as well that's planning on attending this conference. Another benefit, and, and I didn't think about this because I think it's so natural to me, is that small staff uh, professionals, we're always looking for how we, we're always looking in our experiences how we can bring those to our associations and really make a difference. So one attendee told me, I'm going actually to see how this conference works from just a technology standpoint um, to see if it's something that I could possibly do in my association. Um, so they were just intrigued by the whole online conference. Again, because technology is important, it's changing how we do things. Um, maybe this is something that I could do for my association based upon my experience too. Yeah, that's a really great point. I think a lot of people are looking more and more to find ways to integrate their conferences with some online component. Um, I think most people are probably already engaging on Twitter and social, other social media, but really giving that members personalized experience I think is, is so key. So, um, uh, so we're about at the end of time, but is there any final, final pitch, anyone who's not convinced that they're that this conference is for them that you want to either of you want to throw out there? Sure, I can say uh, this year we've really made some changes to the program. Uh, we've, we've nearly doubled the size of the content that we're offering. We've also added some interactive elements too where um, people will get a chance to interact with the other participants and create a session. We've added an unconference session so that if you actually wanted to present it yourself, um, we're going to pull from our attendee list if there's some topics that you want to present. So in addition to having the great speakers that we're having, it's just a really flexible option for small staffs um, that doesn't require you to leave the office. Uh, you can still, uh, if you are a CEO or an executive, you really can make this um, almost like a professional development for your office where you don't have to leave or go anywhere. Um, and, and it could be in a team activity. You all can talk about what you learn and apply some of the practices from the conference. So if you haven't signed up, I really think it's something that all small staff professionals would uh, get a lot of benefit from. And I think also if, if you're looking to get your CAE designation, uh, it's it's a great value, <laughs> very valuable way to get those 12 credits. Uh, this conference does have 12 credits, and, and the price is 295 for ASAE members. So it's it's a very affordable way to, to make that happen. All right. So if uh, if someone does want to sign up, where do they go? How do they how do they follow along? What's the is there Twitter out there that we should be we should be following during the conference or leading up to the conference and also for people how do we find out more about uh, how you guys Irving and Brian where do we find you guys on the web? Okay, so uh, if if you want to find out more information on the conference, the URL is asaecenter.org/ocssa, and that's if you can probably guess OCSSA is Online Conference for Small Staff Associations. And for me, you can find me, I'm on Twitter, I'm at IrvWashington3, so that's the, the best way to reach me. So tweet me and happy to answer any questions about the conference. Great. Brian, are you going to, are you out there anywhere we, we, that we'd find you? Or? Uh, so my, my Twitter handle is bkirkland, so you can tweet me there and find out more. Great. 
Well, thank you both for coming on today. Uh, and we, I'm excited to hear about the conference uh, and all the great content that's going to be out there. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks again to my guests, Brian and Irving, for joining the podcast this week. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Nonprofit Tech Podcast sponsored by FusionSpan. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you download podcasts from. For more great content, check out the microstaff.org blog.